I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live, coast to coast. Thank the program directors that air this program on radio stations across the country. Also, TalkStreamLive.com for linking to some of those radio stations, giving us 28 million different streams, and we are doing well in the top five. We're very happy about that. Number one on the Paranormal app. You want to check that out. Also, our home base, which is Aftermath.fm. It's Aftermath.fm. You want to get a full-on stereo sound from the board here, you'll just listen on Aftermath.fm. And if you want to sign up for our um, our playground, we call it our digital playground, where you can go in and sit in our sandbox and play in our sandbox with other people, just sign up for Aftermath.media. We have a sign-up uh, we have, we have sign schedules for every budget that's out there, so... Sure, and sign up for aftermath.media. You get your library, you get your social media, you get study groups, you get all kinds of great stuff. Stuff that uh, you'd be surprised. You get into our library and you get lost in the rabbit hole of the library. It's an amazing thing. And our videos are good too. All research and stuff available at aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Join today. It really helps the show out. We really appreciate those who tell us all about how they enjoy it because certainly it's a lot of fun to be there. It's very addicting, actually. Sometimes I get so caught up in it, I can't do my studying. Anyway, so yesterday, um, it's getting cold here, and it's getting uh, extremely cold. It's getting cold everywhere. I was uh, reading that Davis County, Utah, got hit by some snow, which is weird, uh, especially this time of year. It's a little early for that. Usually around Halloween, you start seeing snow coming down. We're getting colder temperatures earlier and earlier. So I was in this place. I, I hang out at a, um, a restaurant called the TikTok, and there are two of them in the city. And every once in a while, I'm one downtown, one over on the other side of town. I just, you know, I just kind of like the place, kind of like the food. It's kind of a greasy spoon type of place. And I go there every once in a while and get waffles and coffee. And uh, so I was eating there Sunday, yesterday. And I heard a waitress say to some customers, she said, as they were leaving, she said, well, have a great holiday weekend. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? I figured maybe they're Canadian. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, right? Uh, Canadian Thanksgiving today. And, uh, but no, it was... Uh, it was a little peculiar. And then I remembered, ah, Columbus Day. But then I've never heard anybody say, you know, have a great holiday weekend when it comes to Columbus Day. I mean, it's some big holiday, right? It's, you know, it's, it's an excuse for the feds to take the day off and a day set aside to argue over whether or not Columbus and his merry band of explorers did more damage to the indigenous peoples than good. Because I know that uh, there's the indigenous, indigenous people day today, too. They, they, they kind of interchange it that Columbus was... You have all these uh, woke people saying that Columbus was a terrorist and and that, um, you know, it was, you know, since 1492. What, what was that old saying when we were kids? In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> what did he do? Well, he brought the new world bounty of wonder, coffee, horses, turnips, grapes, wine. But Columbus and his fellow explorers, in addition to bringing crops and animals and wine that we now take for granted, there were also typhoid Marys of their time. The New World before Columbus had no typhoid, no flu, no smallpox, no measles. The New World after Columbus brought with it epidemics of death. <laughs> I saw that as epidemics of death. The New World after Columbus. It was a, it was an article I saw today, and it cracked me up when I saw the headline. Yes, Columbus was 
an invader of sorts and brought with him diseases that were unknown to the inhabitants of the new world. And this reminded me of what physicist Stephen Hawking once said about aliens. And if they were to invade or even land on earth, we would wind up like the indigenous people in Columbus day on in Columbus's day. Actually, uh, there was a documentary that, uh, that Stephen Hawking did called uh, Stephen Hawking's favorite places. And he's commented about aliens many times about, you know, how, you know, it would be like Columbus and the nomads and, and, and coming in and either they'd kill us all or they'd enslave us all or they would bring with them diseases. In fact, in that documentary, he said, meeting an advanced civilization would be like Native Americans encountering Columbus, and that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> well, obviously not. And, and according to numerous stories I've been reading from paranormal sites to the, believe it or not, Washington Post, Aliens have been tinkering with us because of strange treaties that were made just after the Roswell crash in 1947. I was looking at an old article because I have an interest in uh, the TV show, and I was talking about it. We had Derek to talk about it. A bunch of other people came on and talked about it. There's this uh, show called American Horror Story, and I've been following American Horror Story since the very beginning. They have different versions of it. And this time it's a double feature. And uh, we did a show about it a while ago, talking about the sirens and the underwater UFO stuff and everything. But what it turned out is the, the story was kind of like nothing we had thought of. We thought it would be about sirens because they were coming up out of the ocean. They were this ocean town. But no, it was about actors and actresses and playwrights and others that drink the blood of the innocent in order to keep their creativity. It was basically a send-up of the adrenochrome conspiracy. So these guys know, you know, that do the do these shows know exactly what the stories are. You know, they know what people are thinking about who read these outrageous stories or conspiracy theories or whatever. They know exactly where to tap them, where to dance on their, you know, tap dance on their nerve. So um, I was reading a lot of paranormal sites. I was reading the Washington Post this weekend about aliens tinkering with us because of strange treaties that were made with like President Eisenhower and President Truman and President Kennedy. Um, and and what's, what's interesting is is that I, I couldn't believe this was in a mainstream, you know, we're looking at mainstream sources for all this stuff. And I always say that when the paranormal creeps into the zeitgeist, when it creeps into the mainstream, I love to go to work because this is this is my forte. I really love the paranormal. And sometimes we drift into parapolitical, and the reason why we do it is because, you know, there are a lot of strange things going on in politics, a lot of evil going on in politics. But going into the darker realms of alien cold war conspiracy um and the number of revelations if they are true give all of us more insight as to what happened in the 1940s and the 1950s which is of course the decades long time after the roswell affair and the multiple crashes of ufos and who in the scientific community and government knew about these events and what this meant for the fate of mankind. Now, what's interesting is, is a former assistant to Albert Einstein, it was revealed, I think it was like three or four days ago, and it's like made the news. It was in my it was in my, uh, my clip service. It was in uh, the Drudge Report, actually, as well. Um, and, I, and I saw this, I'm thinking, really? Apparently, there was um, uh, an assistant to Albert Einstein uh, she's dead now, but she revealed that Einstein was invited to look at the crash wreckage from Roswell and that he also witnessed an alien autopsy. Dr. Shirley Wright said that she accompanied Einstein 
on a top-secret trip to the desert in New Mexico. She detailed what they saw in a series of tape recordings made shortly after her death in 2015 and only made it public now. Dr. Shirley Wright said that the alien craft, which reportedly crashed in 1947 July, appeared damaged on one side. She said it was dish-shaped, sort of concave. Its size stood up one-fourth of the hangar floor that it was in. Spaceship was surrounded by guards, photographers, and specialists who were studying it. And she claimed that Einstein studied the UFO propulsion system. Uh, Dr. Wright said that he was not disturbed at all by seeing the actual evidence of this. And she said, quote, I didn't record in my notes his initial comments, but he said something to the effect that he was not surprised that they had come to Earth. She goes on to say it gave him hope that we could learn more about the universe. And he said contact should be a benefit for both of our worlds. She said she and Einstein were also shown the corpses of five extraterrestrials. Dr. Wright said some of the specialists were allowed closer looks, including my boss, Einstein. Quote, to me, they all looked alike. All five of them looked alike. They were about five feet tall, without hair, with big heads and enormous dark eyes, and their skin was gray with a slight greenish tinge. Einstein then wrote up a report, and Dr. Wright, who obtained uh, PhDs in physical chemistry and physical science, was ordered to keep her mouth shut. She told how she had been chosen from a number of gifted students to work for Einstein at Princeton University during the summer of 1947. She kept their secret to herself for nearly 70 years and refused to go to the grave with it. Shortly before her death in 2015 at the age of 85, she agreed to be interviewed by top UFO hunter Sheila Franklin. And um, I listened to some of that interview today. I, I hope I can get a little out there because it's a really long interview. I don't know if I have time to play all of it, but it was an interesting interview with Dr. Wright talking about Einstein and how he, uh, you know, he long but he, he had been a believer in alien life. And there was an interview that he did in 1920, and he said there is every reason to believe that Mars and other planets are inhabited. Why should the Earth be the only planet supporting human life? It's not singular in any other respect. So, I guess if you have aliens or extraterrestrials in your possession, who better to study them than the greatest scientific mind of our time? However, from the account, it doesn't sound like Einstein spent too much time analyzing them or the the alleged craft that crashed. I'm sure he caught a glimpse and understood the, imp the impact and, and, and went about his business. Anyway... I have a actually a recording of a broadcaster that uh, apparently uh, uh, his name was Frank Edwards, and he talked about on his show Serious Business Einstein's thoughts about extraterrestrials. And we'll play that for you coming up on Ground Zero five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. That's five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. We'll be back on Ground Zero. Don't go away. I'm Clay Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.